0: hello love buddies
1: welcome back to another episode of wedded podcast with your host jen and steve van elk
0: we're a semi-professional look at wedding planning and marriage
1: basically we're going to help you get together and hopefully stay together
0: jen if you guys didn't notice, we reverse rules on who was reading this week because we're reversing roles tonight in the podcast. That's right. Oh, boy. I'm bringing that hot, hot heat, that fire. I've done all of the research. Jen is uh, just just here. She's along for the ride. Yeah. Jen, like we it like that. have had... We've had a day. We We have had a
1: day. Yes, <sighs> I am about... One video of seeing a colorblind person see color for the first time away from tears. Like, I'm away from what? From tears. I'm just oh. I'm like on the verge yeah. of tears.
0: And you haven't even seen one video of a colorblind person seeing color for the first time or a deaf child hearing their mother's voice for the first time.
1: I mean, just talking about it, it's about to, to put me in tears. Yeah, I can see you're
0: tearing <laughs> up right now. But so we'll move away from the super happy, sad, would you call it? But it's it's been a stressful day. Our daughter daughter really wanted pasta, but she got out parmesan a Parmesan cheese shaker. But she didn't get any pasta out, and she didn't ask for any help. And then she couldn't get the Parmesan cheese out of the shaker because it had apparently gotten some condensation in there, and it got stuck together. So she thought, I'll put my finger through the hole... And then I can get the cheese out. And she did not get the cheese
1: out. She didn't. She didn't even get her finger out.
0: No, she got the finger in, and that's where it stayed. And we had to... Uh, took took like an hour, but we had to cut her...
1: Oh, we had to cut her we had to cut the we, lid <laughs> well we, we told our eight-year-old that we we cut her finger off and attached it back on That and... was the silver lining was
0: <laughs> after an hour of holding our daughter while she cried and getting the oh, plastic lid horrible. cut off of her finger so that she could you know be be a small child again and roam free we did tell our son that we cut her finger off because we couldn't get the lid off <laughs> he freaked out.
1: Like, what? Was there blood? I was like, just a little bit. We just put it back on.
0: We sewed her finger right back on. And he looked at it and was like, wow, you guys did a great job.
1: Bob, are you a doctor? I was like, uh, pretty much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was real upset with us for lying to him about that.
1: He said, you guys tried to trick me.
0: He said, no, we did trick you because you believed <laughs> us. Oh, you know, they're We're awesome parents. Every time you go through a hard parenting situation, it's it's nice to have a, a slam dunk, knock it out of the park, <laughs> make yourself feel real good, make the other child feel terrible. <laughs> you know, our daughter felt terrible for about an hour and uh, our son felt oh, terrible gosh. for about ninety seconds. <laughs> One of them was enjoyable to us as parents. So it's been a stressful, stressful week. Uh, you just got back from a big trip you took with just Nora down to Florida, I did. which I was did. also very stressful.
1: It was, but it was, I feel like it was a really good growing experience for the both of us. I think, I, I don't know, have you seen some changes in Nora? Do you feel like you've seen some, some growth, whether it be good or bad? But She's
0: super into Disney princesses now. Before, she was just into Minnie Mouse. Now... She loves Cinderella, she loves Belle, she loves Rapunzel, she loves Snow White, she loves you know, Aurora? so all
1: of the, Aro- all of them, all of the princesses, okay, oh, Princess Tiana, I
0: heard that was a good
1: one, yeah, we liked her at Disney, she was my favorite at Disney,
0: we just watched her movie for the first time the other night, and it was awesome, yeah, yeah, I loved it, it was one of the best ones,
1: it was really scary for, I mean, for three year old' scary, but it was actually yeah it yeah, was
0: Northern really Shadow Good. Man was awesome, yeah, <laughs> he's my hero
1: <laughs> so have you ever seen um a nightmare before Christmas yeah, okay. we
0: watched it with our son several times. It's his favorite Disney movie, or it was for a while uh
1: I don't know. I remember watching it with him. I do not remember you there's being a there. brief
0: period between cars and Marvel superheroes where <laughs> the nightmare before Christmas was his favorite Disney movie.
1: Yeah, I don't remember it being his favorite, but I do remember watching it with him because I really liked that movie when it came out.
0: We watched it like eight more times after the time you watched it with him.
1: But that movie, The Shadow Man, reminds me of...
0: Mr. Boogie Woogie from Nightmare Before Christmas?
1: No, he reminds me of Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington is a
0: good character. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the I know, Man's but I said
1: the way that he moves. And I, apparently, there is like some mesh, like crossover between the two.
0: But Jack Skellington's appeared in a bunch of different Disney movies.
1: Yeah. But it's cool. really He's cool.
0: He's a cool guy. I like him. So, Jen, it's been a stressful, stressful week for you. A stressful day yeah. for me. The rest of my week was pretty awesome. Yeah, it yeah. was pretty cool. Got to see Avengers Endgame. Got to see Spider Man into the spiders. They just verse.
1: they didn't do anything but watch movies while we were gone. Well, that's I, how I
0: de-stress. And when you're gone <laughs> and I'm home alone with one of our children or both, I need to de-stress.
1: I micromanaged a million Disney meltdowns. 3-year-old meltdowns. But I grew as a parent. It was really hard, but I grew.
0: Glad to hear that. So, what you might be wondering as a listener is why are Jen and Steve talking about stress? What did Jen do letting Steve take over this week on the podcast? Well, if you are planning a wedding, odds are you're feeling the stress. So, one of my favorite things to do to de-stress, which we're going to try to replicate. This is a little bit of an experimental episode here, Jen. I don't know okay. if you Very. caught where this is going. One of, uh, one of my favorite things to do to de-stress is to go with Jen to a brewery and to try different beers. So... What I'm going to do tonight is I'm going to walk you through how to taste beer. So, tonight we have a Taxman Brewing Company beer. That's a local Indiana brewing company. Um, and it's the Raspberry Ginger Exemption Ale. It's a Belgian-style triple ale with fruit and spices. I bought this specifically for Jen because I know she likes Belgian-style
1: ale. I do. And
0: I know she likes raspberry and ginger.
1: So, I do. I love both of those things.
0: I'm going to teach you tonight, Jen, because you need some help <laughs> learning how to de-stress, learning how to taste beer. You know. I,
1: I think I need help de-stressing. Can I give a little tip about de-stressing?
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: One of the things, since just this was on my mind, um, one of the things that really helps me is the 478 breathing technique
0: Four, seven, eight. seven eight who do we appreciate
1: it is great um, i
0: appreciate <laughs> jen
1: i am a i'm a little bit of a nervous flyer um i used to be a lot worse i used to be really like, terrified and i would stress out for weeks on end about flying but now it's not as bad um but Definitely right before takeoff, I'm pretty stressed out, so I try to concentrate on my breathing and not just like a, okay, breathe in, breathe out, Um, but there is a technique of breathing in for four seconds, hold it for seven, and then breathe out for eight, and it does a world of difference when I'm stressed out, if I'm nervous, or if there is just something that's going wrong within, whether it be my job. Or with the children that t- tends to be helpful for me. Um, so since we are talking about stress, uh, that's a little side tidbit.
0: So, Jen. Yeah. First step in tasting beer.
1: Okay. It's All about that pour, baby. Can I actually? I'm very, very good at pouring beer.
0: Yeah. Would no, you no, like no. me you to can, pour you it? You can pour this. I'm gonna talk a little bit though first. Um, okay. So, the. The thing with beer is you can yeah. you can drink beer out of any glass you want, but certain beers are made for certain style. They taste best in certain styles of glasses. So tonight this is a triple, a Belgian yeah. triple. A Belgian triple comes best in a chalice glass or a goblet glass. Yes, um, yeah. So, like, what a king would have drank out of, like, in medieval times, but made out of gold. Well, yeah, but ours are made out of glass, though, because we can't afford gold and we can't afford heavy metal poisoning in this house. <laughs> How would you like to die poisoned by gold? So uh, there, there's a bunch of different styles of glasses. I won't go through them all, um, but if you Thank if you, you look up different, just jump on Google and say what what kind of glass should I drink my beer out of? If you if you're ever curious, and uh, there will be. There's so many different styles, but you got you got styles for IPAs, you got styles for colches, you got styles for stouts. What
1: about what about what about like if I wanted like a cider?
0: Um, those come in a metallic-looking pouch, <laughs> and you poke a straw into the pouch <laughs> to get the cider out.
1: They're the worst.
0: Had some ciders a few weeks ago. We shot a wedding on 420, you know what I'm saying? And afterwards, we went to one of our favorite breweries and had some ciders there. It's good.
1: You're going to have to speed that up in post. That was really slow.
0: You want to take care of this pour for us?
1: Want this at the bottom? Oh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> Here I was bragging about. <laughs>
0: Jem was bragging about how good she is at (laughs) pouring, and she just poured beer all over herself.
1: It was not all over. Maybe a few drops. Maybe like one-eighth of an ounce.
0: So the thing when you pour a beer, you want to tip the glass
1: on the side. Which I was doing. Yeah. And then poured it on myself. See? Oh, my goodness. Not as easy as it looks.
0: When you're going glass to glass, it's not.
1: Nope. (laughs) I don't think I would have done a better job.
0: I love you so much.
1: <laughs> Are you trying to convince yourself that? No, I'm not. <laughs> okay, good.
0: So, when you go to pour, um you want to hold the glass at is, is it like a 45 degree angle? 30 degree angle, something like that.
1: You just want the beer to pour on the side of the glass and not in the middle of it.
0: Yeah. Um and the reason you want to do that is because if it pours like straight down to the middle and there's a big long drop, it creates like a ton
1: of head. Yeah. Uh you,
0: you don't want head. Like you want a little head, but not a Stop looking at me with those dirty head I eyes.
1: I didn't do that. No, it.
0: you were gonna make a sex joke. I could feel it coming.
1: Oh, you know me too well. So So Steve, you do not thing, want head.
0: First thing you do after you pour your beer, hold it up to the light and give it a good look.
1: Do we have to talk about the color? Yeah, I want you to talk about the color. I'm, give it give it <laughs> so a look. You know, you can do, if you're not a beer drinker, you can pretty much do the same thing with wine. But the thing about wine is you want it to breathe a little bit. Beer doesn't, you don't really want it to breathe because then it lose, loses its flavor, the its aroma. It's it everywhere, all over the place. Now you're in a cloud it, of and beer. And it's carbonation. Aroma. And yeah. Yeah, you want that carbonation so you look, with a beer. So it has color, yeah. This this beer has color. How does this?
0: You're you're looking to see uh, if there's any particulates in it. Some beer should have particulates in it. Some beer should not. Um, it kind of yeah. depends on how the beer's made. And uh, you're looking for the color to see what kind of color it is. This is a raspberry ginger beer, so it does have a very red color yes. to it.
1: Yeah.
0: Then very, when you also amber. when you look at it, you're also looking for the size and consistency of the head. So a little head is good. You don't want, sometimes when you go to like a bar or something, they'll pour from like a keg and if it's like the very beginning of the keg or the very end, you'll get like this weird like thing where it's mostly head and hardly any beer. Yeah. That's not good. That's no bueno. You want, you want a little head, but not a lot.
1: So Steven, tell me that the beer helps with my stress.
0: Um, Because it takes your mind off of whatever you were yeah. thinking about and refocuses it on that sweet, sweet beer. That amber, or in this case, rose gold. <laughs> Look, um, so now the next thing you want to do, Jen, just yeah. like with wine, you want to give it a little bit of a swirl in the glass. Yeah. Swirl well, helps bring out the aroma. Then give it a smell. What I'm really teaching people is how to be a pretentious beer drinker right now.
1: Yeah i I just feel like my stress is melting away, and the well, pretentiousness yes. is is coming in is filling that void yeah. yes
0: the so the good thing about anything like tasting beer is if there is a method to it, some like steps you have to follow to like do it right or whatever, it gets you thinking about those steps and it takes your mind off of the things that are stressing you out. Jen and I we don't do all this stuff when we go out drinking all the time we we do it every once in a while, like if we're doing like a beer tasting or something. And like yeah. there's like a, what, do they call it with beer tastings? Is it a sommelier or is that just with wine tasting?
1: I don't know, actually.
0: I tried Googling you that. You were the
1: one that is supposed to do that. I the tried research. Googling that
0: beforehand. And there were some sites where they were like, you need a good beer sommelier. And other sites that were like, beer sommeliers aren't a thing, you pretentious D bag. So after that, Jen, you want to go ahead and uh, give, give that beer a good taste. We did. Could you describe the, um, the, wh- what you felt? Because the next step after giving that beer a good taste is to reflect on it.
1: supposed to smell it?
0: You, you already smelled it. You, you're supposed to smell it after the swirl.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry.
0: Did you describe the smell to people?
1: The smell is um, beerish.
0: It's very much raspberry and ginger. I, I smell those smells a lot.
1: I smell raspberry and beer. And uh carbonation.
0: You smell carbonation.
1: And yeah, this the smell of this sulf what is it? Is it sulfuric acid?
0: Sulfur no, sulfuric that- acid. So what, is what is it? What is it? I went straight to uh Yellowstone, dipped <laughs> a ladle into the geysers and pulled out some geyser water for uh to drink tonight. <gasps> and I just I pretended it was a raspberry ginger beer. She's gonna die though real soon. Sulfate? I don't know what you're saying, okay. but yeah.
1: Sorry, just re- get rid of all of that. I don't know no, what you're no, saying. No, no, we're keeping the geyser very, thing in. I'm very tired. I know you're
0: very tired. You had a really rough week with Nora. She is.
1: I haven't really slept in the past um, six days, but I'm, I'm still going. I've got beards to keep me awake.
0: So Jen, now that you've had a taste of this sweet raspberry ginger beer, what would you say about it? How would you describe it?
1: Tart. uh it has a bit of a, a bitter, like a bitter aftertaste, but yeah. something that you would kind of experience with more of a hoppier beer. But this isn't necessarily hoppy at all but it is a little bit more it's like it starts off sweet sweetish sour sourish and then ends a bit bitter
0: yeah yeah no I, I i experience all of that um so a lot of times when jen and i go beer tasting or wine tasting or just any sort of tasting i will taste something first and jen will say steve how did you feel about that like what does it taste like to you? And I'll be like, "Mm, it tasted like a beer or it tasted like red wine. (laughs) And then Jen will be like, well, when I was drinking that red wine just now, um, I tasted and she'll name off three distinct flavors that I did not taste at all. Then I'll take another sip after she told me about those flavors and their existence in the wine. and Suddenly it's like opening my mind and I can taste all of the tastes that I didn't taste before. I recommend drinking with someone like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> they open you up to new great things and unless, possibilities.
1: Unless you don't like pretentious drinking and you don't like...
0: Well, I walk people through pretentious drinking drink. on this podcast just now? Because <laughs> I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk yeah. about it. But like now that we've gone through the pretentious stuff, when we go, uh, let's say we get a flight of beers, which we did um, at that wedding on 420, um, and we... We went, like, uh, not at the wedding. It was after we were, like, an hour after the wedding It was, was over. right
1: before the wedding. <laughs> okay. We In the middle of the wedding. <laughs> we ran into a brewery now.
0: um, But, yeah. So, so well. we we went over there. We got a flight of beers. So, the way you want to line your beers up when you get a flight, or if you're doing, like, a tasting with, like, your friends, say, and you yeah. each bring, like, a beer and you pour them out. You want to go in order of, like, the least bitter to the most bitter. And that'll be... A, B, B. IBU. ABV is alcohol by volume. Oh, okay. So the yes. IBU rating.
1: I, that's, yes. I mean,
0: and the lower the rating for the really IBU is.
1: Stuff.
0: It's funny because like when we first started drinking, we went to that place and I got ABV confused with IBU. And, that's
1: what I, yeah, and, that's and I, I mean. said
0: out loud to the person when they were saying something about, oh, yeah, do you want to try this IPA? I was like, oh, my wife doesn't really like high ABV beers. <laughs>
1: Oh, how I embarrassing mean, It was
0: super embarrassing. <laughs> Everybody made fun of me the rest of the day. Well, it was just my brothers. They were going to make fun of me, no matter what Let's be honest. Yeah. I don't so, remember this
1: happening because I've always liked
0: she's always made fun of me as well. to her, it's just another drop in the bucket and <laughs> it's not really a bucket anymore. It's more like a barrel but
1: so what what are you referring to is the the um the hoppiness the what you experience with the the bitterness, uh, kind of like the grapefruit flavor, I what I see, I think of like a citrus peel.
0: If you never drank beer before, the IPAs will probably taste like smelly socks to you. So it's a good yeah. one to end with because by then you're already a little drunk, so they don't <sighs> taste so sour and gross.
1: But how do we actually beer taste? We get our flight. We typically, you don't have if you go to a brewery, you don't have to lay that out yourself. You're going to have it where they're going to line it up and you're going to probably start drinking from left to right. Um, And they'll tell you when
0: they give it to you, they'll be like, start on this side, work to that side. And so, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to drink one beer in the tasting until it's gone, then move on to the next. What Jen and I do when we do flights, because we never get a flight for ourselves, we always get like a flight to split. So we'll go through and we'll each drink like a sip or two of each one of the beers. Then we say which one... Which one
1: was your favorite? Yep. And then we divide the... We'll take like... We'll probably drink it halfway down. And then we will divide the flight, how many beer, how many little ounces that was there. Divide it amongst both of us, and then we would drink our favorite beers out of the flight.
0: Yep. And when you get a flight, it's like, what is it, two to four ounce pores, depending on where you are?
1: Some will have five.
0: So typically, when you get a flight, you're getting about one beer to one and a half beers. So typically, then we would have another beer, typically, whichever one was our favorite out of the flight. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the many, many ways Jen and I like to de stress. Oh yeah. we just thought we would share that with you guys. Anybody has some like cool like ritual sort of things they do, play playing music, watching movies, whatever it is, we love for you guys to share that stuff in the Facebook group with us.
1: So no matter what stage of life you're at, I think it's always important to just step away from the stress of life and and and, and have a little date or or if you're single. Having just time to enjoy something that is not, um, productive. <laughs> because, so, date
0: yourself if you're single, it, it'll yeah. be one of the best things you do. Just go out to any place. I did this while Jen was gone. I took myself on a date to see Captain Marvel. Afterwards, uh, I got out my little notebook. I wrote some notes on my thoughts on the movie. It was a good movie. I liked it a lot. And, um, it was time for me to to recharge my batteries, kind of, and I just uh, I felt really worn down before Jen left. Just, we've, we've been doing a lot of work, working on a lot of stuff, and I needed time to do something I loved, all alone in a dark, dark movie theater in the middle of the day while you was at school.
1: <laughs> it's the best time to do it.
0: There are five other people there, all really? around the same age as me.
1: I honestly they were all there
0: as couples and I was the only one alone. <laughs> and I didn't care.
1: You know, I see no problem going to a movie theater by yourself. Um I think it's actually it makes more sense because going as I mean, there's if you know people, then you're gonna sit into a theater and, and it, you're gonna sit in a theater and it's not going to be awkward not talking. But you bring people in Who don't necessarily know each other, like first dates? Oh, that's the best. Then you
0: (laughs) first date you go to a movie, then there's no pressure to talk or do anything. (laughs) You just watch a movie. And then when the movie's over, you have a talking point. Like you don't have to go through like the Hey, how are you? Who are you? Where'd you grow up? Who are your friends? You know, the getting to know you things. You can just be like, What are your thoughts on that movie? I liked it or I didn't like it.
1: I disagree with you. I think it's so awkward having to sit with someone you don't even know for potentially two and a half hours.
0: Well, hopefully you got to know them on the car ride to the movie theater.
1: <laughs> what if you met at the movie theater? Anyway, like Don't
0: meet at the movie theater.
1: <laughs> you need to have at least a ten minute conversation. There's before too many the rules with this. Just avoid the movie theater. You have to have so no. many rules. <laughs> So Steve and I don't get to go to the movies very often with having two kids. Typically, if we are going on dates, we are going to concerts or shows, breweries. We're
0: going to things Jen likes. Movies being things I like.
1: Steve doesn't like anything but movies.
0: I love movies. They're good. They let you turn your brain off and feel emotions, and that's really hard for me. Brain is always thinking.
1: Is it? Is it? yeah
0: the big boy brain
1: <laughs> oh my gosh please don't ever say that again <laughs> well steven did you have anything else that you wanted to add to this topic
0: no i think we're pretty good um I think the the only thing, I don't know if I actually said this, the the last step of any good beer tasting is to reflect on the beer you drank, which can be, like I said, when you go on a self-date at the end, take some time to reflect on how you feel about whatever you just did, or in this case, what you just drank. And if you're there with a friend, talk to them about the beer. And sometimes that'll change your opinion on the beer.
1: And it's okay if you didn't like a single one because you don't like beer. You just tried something new.
0: Yeah, now now you know what makes you want to vomit. So that's yeah. a great thing to know too. Like maybe someday somebody poisons you, and you're like, "I have to throw up. Give me all the IPAs, the ones that smell like socks." Then you're good, just like James Bond in Casino Royale, except he did it with salt.
1: Look at it all. Look at us giving all these survival tips. This is survival the survival episode wedded. of Wedded. <laughs> oh, survival life survival tips.
0: So I think that's going to do it for us for this week at Wedded. Where can listeners find us, Jen?
1: That is a good question. Um, Well, if you want to connect with us online, you can find us at Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you want to join the awesome community of listeners, we're growing on Facebook. You can join the Wedded Facebook group. Don't forget to add your love buddies to the group.
0: I love you, babe. I forgot that line. I had to read it. I love Jen, I love you, babe. I do. I didn't I didn't need to read it. I wanted to read it. I love you, babe.
1: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Wedding. I love you too, Steve. Bye. Bye.
0: Now let's reflect on how that went. How did it do with me leading the podcast? Like pretty good to fairly good.
1: I felt very stress free. I felt like I could sleep. It was so great. You would talk and I would check out, which was (laughs) completely
0: fine. You need to sleep, babe.
1: Yeah. I think I need to sleep for maybe three days.
0: You know what, babe? I love you. You go to sleep now. Tomorrow morning, I'll wake you up. I'll make you some poached eggs on toast. Poached
1: eggs on toast. I'll
0: get you some, I'll make some pour over coffee for you. Or no, I, I made cold brew and it'll be, it'll be done by tomorrow morning. So I'll get you some cold brew, Um, maybe some OJ, I know how you like that. So why don't you go to bed and relax and I'll stay up all night editing this. <laughs> and then take care of you in the morning.
1: Well, what did I do to deserve you?
0: Honestly, nothing. I fell in love with you, and it's baffling to everyone.